go to God in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for today. And Lord, thank you that you are our Father and that you created us as your children. Oh God, help us to understand that we are your children. And if we are children of the Heavenly Father, Lord, help us to understand who we really are in you. Thank you for this, Lord. And Lord, open our hearts to hear what you want us to hear today and bring us closer to you. And we ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, this is Father's Day. And all across America, children will be buying gifts, giving them to their dads and telling their dads how much they love them. And fathers will be telling their children how much they love them. And it's a wonderful day for children to recognize their fathers and to let them know how much they're loved and appreciated. You see, fathers are really, really important to the family unit. Usually when we think of the family, we think of the mother as being the one who gives the nurture to the children. And moms are usually better at it than dads are. Dads are the provider. But if dads give their children a little nurture too, that family is really fortunate to be nurtured by both father and mother. Wow. I uh, worked as a chaplain for 16 years with emotionally disturbed children and adolescents. And most of them came from dysfunctional families. Now some of them had moms who, who were on alcohol or drugs while they were carrying the child. And some of them were born with the effects of fetal alcohol syndrome, which they're going to have to deal with all their life. But most of them came from a broken type of family, a dysfunctional family. Some of them came from families where there was no father. And these children suffered from it. It's a burden to have to grow up with only one parent, and it's a burden if the parent is not as nurturing as the parent needs to be. And some of these fathers would come to the center if they had a father, they would come, but I would quickly see that most of these fathers were a little off themselves. And they passed that on to the children. In our ghettos and in our, in our um, slum units, families there have fathers that are missing. Fathers that are not usually very nurturing. Nurturing. And many of them, the father is totally absent. And that's why the children grow up as troublemakers or as lost children. Fathers are important to our family unit. God made it that way. The story told of a father who... Um, took his children to the movie theater. 
and the movie theater said children under 12 half price. But he had two boys that he took and one had just turned 14, the other one had just turned 12. And they were little and they were young looking for their age. And so the father walked up to the ticket counter and he said, I'd like three adult tickets. And the man behind the ticket counter looked at him and said, Oh, your children can get in for half price. And the father said, No, they're, they're both over 12. And the man said, Well, they're so young looking, no one would have ever known. And the father looked at the man behind the ticket counter and he looked at his sons and he said, They'd know. You see, that father could have saved a few dollars and taught his sons how to be thieves, taught them how to steal. Or he could have spent, any, or he indeed spent a couple extra dollars and was teaching his sons how to be honest and how to follow God's commandments. See, that's what a father is required to do. A father is required to teach his children God's laws. Casey read in Deuteronomy today that God said, You shall teach your children my word when you're walking with them, when you're sitting down with them. Talk about me all the time. That's what God calls fathers to do, to talk to their children about God. You see, the father is the spiritual leader of the home. But in our society today, the mothers have become the spiritual leaders in many, many homes. Fathers, fathers should bring their children to church with them. And blessed is the family that comes to church together because the children will then grow up knowing that church is a place where we go to worship God. Church is a place where we go to, to learn about the Lord. And this is what God requires of fathers to teach their children his word. A lot of fathers are afraid to talk about God to anybody. And they don't talk to God about their children. But one easy way to do this is to have family devotions sometime during the day. When I was growing up, my sister and I, we had family devotions in our home every night after supper. We had a devotional book and I read from it and we asked each other questions and then we prayed together. We were talking, my parents were talking to us about God. My dad and mom brought us to church every single Sunday. Up until the age of 24, I can only remember missing church one Sunday. And that's because I didn't want to go. <laughs> and so they let me stay home. It was a smart thing to do because all the neighborhood kids were in church and I realized this was a really dumb decision. <laughs> but when I got to be 24 and I went to Israel, we worked on Sunday because the Sabbath over there was Saturday. And the Christian churches, not thinking very well, 
didn't have church on Saturday. They had it on Sunday. Now, how can Jews go to church on Sunday when they work? So Paul and I, we had uh, our own church service on the kibbutz. And we'd have it two or three times a week. Just get together, talk about God, and pray. But up until 24, I did not miss a public worship service except for one time. Because my parents were always there. Children need parents that talk about God. They need parents that set an example. Because the Bible says, train up a child in the way he is to go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Wow. That dad that took his sons to the movie theater was teaching them to be honest. What a lesson. What a lesson for those kids to learn. They probably said, Dad, you could have got in cheaper. But dad was teaching them how to live. And we need fathers to teach children how to live. God says, obey my commandments. Obey them. God calls us to obey them. He calls us to obey our parents. The fourth commandment is a commandment with a promise. It's the first commandment with the promise. And it says, honor your father and mother. This is a commandment to us to honor our parents. Honor your father and mother. Why? So that the days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God gives you. You see, parents bringing up their children, they will give their children rules that the children don't like. But why? It's for the children's own safety. And God calls children to honor their father and mother. And fathers and mothers love it when the children honor them. God calls us to do that. But we have another father too. And that's our heavenly father. Our heavenly father who created us. And if it wasn't for him, nothing would be here. There would be no universe. If it wasn't for our Heavenly Father, there would be no world. We wouldn't be here. There would be no creation. There would be nothing. Our Heavenly Father created us. And He calls us His children. When we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, and not just accept Him in our head. There's a lot of people that believe in Jesus in their head, just like we believe in Abraham Lincoln and George Washington in our head. And they may say, yes, there was a Jesus. Yes, he was a good man. Do you believe Jesus is your Savior? Well, God calls us to believe in Jesus with our heart. You see, Satan knows there's a Jesus. Satan knows who he really is. But Satan does not have Jesus in his heart. Jesus, our Heavenly Father, calls us to believe in him with our heart, with our whole being. Like children, children who believe and trust in their parents. They go home at night, they're safe, their parents are there in most cases. 
Their parents are there. God wants us to have a relationship with him like children have with their parents, with a good family, and to believe in him. And think about this. If our heavenly father is king of all creation and we are his children, then who does that make us? Think about who you really are in the Lord. Your sons and daughters of the creator of everything of the king of all creation. And you're his sons and daughters. And you're going to inherit from him. Just like earthly fathers, when they die, they send an inheritance to their children. Well, Jesus died on the cross for us. But he rose again. But because of his death and resurrection we were brought into a relationship with God. Our sins were forgiven. We could have a personal relationship with the Father. And we will someday then inherit heaven, inherit his kingdom, inherit God's home. We're going to be there with him if we love him and accept him. Now, most of us, or all of us, if not all of us here, have already done that. We already love God. We could love him more. We could love him more. And I'm talking about me too. All of us could love him more. We have to want it. All of us could be closer to him. We have to want it. And if we want it, it will happen. Children who want to be closer to their parents can be closer to their parents. Now, their parents love them anyway. But if they honor their parents and obey their parents, they're going to get closer to their parents. They're going to feel it. If we honor God and obey him, we will become closer to him and we will inherit heaven as sons and daughters of the Almighty God, our Father. And the ultimate Father's Day, this is Father's Day, but the ultimate Father's Day will be that day when we stand before our Heavenly Father and see Him as He really is. Amen. Let's have a word of prayer. Oh, Jesus, put in our hearts a desire to want to grow closer to you. Help us, God. Thank you for being our Father. Thank you for creating us as your children and help us to live our lives for you. And we ask this all in your wonderful, precious name. Amen.